Hello and welcome to episode 88 of No Load Time. My name is Obed Valles and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, No Load Time? Good to be with you again, my man Obed. It's going to be a really uh, fun episode again. I don't feel tired. No, I feel great. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Joe, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna survive this. It's gonna be okay. We will survive. <laughs> we visited. We're, we're in the end game now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, hopefully not. But sure. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen the movie yet, right? We're, yeah. We, we win, right? Uh, yeah. Exactly. There you go. We win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I it's hope. not like there's not gonna be any other Marvel movies after that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Joel, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great. I mean, we're talking about Marvel here for a second. I mean, brother, I'm I'm thinking a week from now, man, I will be watching this movie I know. in literally one week, and uh, I, I cannot get more excited. I'm staying off the internet as much as I can. There's plenty of accounts that I've had to unfollow, uh, mute. <laughs> um, yeah, mute them. I, yeah, mute them. Uh, you know, and it's it's and it's not because of them even um, posting stuff that's like. The stuff that we know that that's maybe leaked out or whatever, right? There's been reports of that stuff, but but there's also the stuff that's like Marvel's putting out, uh, you know, little spots or whatever. I don't even want to see that stuff, and there are people who are sharing it. I I'm haven't like, seen no any need. of those. I I just seen. I mean, if I'm watching TV, I'll I'll see it, right? Because it's on sure, TV, sure, but not not on purpose. So right, I'm not going on my way. So yeah, one week from now, man, I'll be good. Uh, I'll see what I need to see. Um, it, it's I'm I'm excited for it. I I, I want to go in and have a genuine. First time experience watching this, pure genuine reactions, um, not sitting there going, "Oh, I saw this on my computer a few hours ago." Like I, I don't need that. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, man, um, this since our last episode, I did a little catch up on Cloak and Dagger. Um, a couple episodes in, uh, you know, that's back on uh, Freeform, and you know, it's like I think those that series is usually like you know eight episodes, ten episodes maybe, um, the most on there. Uh, it, so far, so good. Uh, you know, if, if you've watched the first season, you know that mayhem is a thing, and, and mayhem is, is going to be the main uh, villain of the second season. And uh, I really think that they've done a really good job at taking this character that was um, kind of a background supporting character and, and putting her in the forefront uh, in this next season. And, you know, like the way that they utilize their powers a whole lot more in the first season, uh, Cloak and Dagger, you know, if they held hands, you saw this their powers go off, and then... It felt like the rest was just, you know, their day-to-day lives and them figuring out themselves. This season, they have embraced their powers. They're, they're, they're superheroes, especially Cloak. Uh, he's going around just <laughs> doing some awesome stuff with his powers that I'm very impressed to see on the small screen. I mean, it, it, nice. it's, it's, it's really cool. And, it, and I mean, you know, with, with the way that DC is going now with their um, – you know, with their their the end of Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, I guess it's coming to an end too. I think they said, and and you can see that things are changing there now. Disney Plus being a thing, right, and all their their Marvel properties, and obviously we saw how good the Marvel Netflix stuff is. It's it's interesting to see um, how you know there are other properties that are on other platforms like Cloak and Dagger being on you know Freeform or or the Runaways being on Hulu, like how they're gonna really. Um, my opinion, step their game up, and I'm saying this before I've even seen anything on Disney Plus, but I just think people are gonna really strongly compare that content on there. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. if you, I mean, you know, 
and we'll get to it in a bit, but there, there's there's just some leaked footage from some celebration, uh, you know, of of some of their of one of their shows that's going to be on Disney Plus, and it looks like crazy good, like like movie quality. So yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm happy to see though Cloak and Dagger being successful, and I'm excited for more Marvel content. Yeah, um, I'm not too familiar with Cloak and Dagger. I know again what I know about them is what sure. was on Maximum Carnage. Like Maximum Carnage was is my my uh, like. Iron Fist. Oh, I know Iron Fist from Maximum Carnage. And that's uh, a great Clo- way to reference yeah. it, actually. Yeah, and I, and I know Cloak and Dagger from, you know, Maximum Carnage. That's so, right. You know, uh, a lot of these characters that uh, were in Maximum Carnage, they show up as like, oh, okay, this is like, I know this, guys. So um, so that's, that's like my point of reference when it comes to more obscure sort of uh, superhero stuff. Uh, but cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, like you mentioned, DC stuff, it's, it's going to be... Uh, I mean, who knows where it's going to go from now because, right. you know, Arrow's ending and you, you mentioned Legends of Tomorrow's potentially ending. Uh, Gotham is ending. So, they're, you know, DC may just go ahead and, and do a fresh restart on their TV stuff. I mean, Seems they like could it. definitely do it. And maybe they can uh, set up something a little bit more interesting. I mean, Arrow just lost me a while yeah. ago, dude. I I haven't watched it in, in a couple of years. It's a, I think I... I I stopped watching right around right around when we started uh, doing the podcast. So wow, <laughs> wow. I two, like two years ago, bro. So wow, wow. I well, dropped off. Well, just just to jump back in there though, like we're talking about the DC stuff. I think you know, looking at like I just compared Disney Plus. I think their the DC uh, universe streaming service is really now where they're going to probably put more of an emphasis on. I have to imagine, you know, I think Titans seem to be doing pretty well, and obviously Doom Patrol and. Um, you know, uh, uh, some of the other shows that they've got coming on there, uh, Swamp Thing, which was a trailer released for that uh, this past week. So uh, it seems like they're putting more of an emphasis on their streaming, kind of the way uh, Disney is doing with their Marvel properties on Disney Plus now. Yeah, so, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, Disney Plus again in it, in it to win it. They're yeah. Like, <laughs> I, did we did we talk about? Uh, the pricing stuff last week. I last can't week. remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six ninety nine. Six yeah, six ninety nine. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just making sure. No, it's so a great episode. Go go back, guys. Listen to the episode. It was a great one. If you didn't hear it, it, it was. Yeah, it was. It's been a blur. It's been a blur of a week. Oh, it's. I apologize. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> uh, but we do we do have some more uh, news that came out of uh, uh, celebration. But yeah, Joel, I I haven't done much. Again, uh, I've been like I like I said, I've been very busy. Uh, finished the MC five on Son of Sparta mode. Uh, that final boss. Two bosses were were really uh, challenging, and I'm I'm afraid to actually go back and 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 play it on uh, on Dante Must Die because that second to final boss was was pretty challenging. So uh, I mean I, I can I can probably do it. I mean I got all, all the green orbs and and all the purple orbs, so, so I'm done with that. So I I, I may just do that, but. Joe, something. Guess what I did on uh, over the weekend, Joe. Oh, jumped back into Battlefront Two. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it was a yeah. Star Wars weekend. All right. So, um, yeah, they had double XP because of celebration, right? Right. And I, I wanted to try the uh, that new, uh, not Galactic Conquest because Galactic Conquest mode is uh, the the one that was already in the game, but um, the new Conquest mode. That's the that's basically the the clone battle in Geonosis, because uh, I wanted to really try it. It's a new map and and it's a it's a whole new thing that they're doing. And 
you know, they've added Count Dooku and Anakin and, and right. uh, more characters. Uh, Obi-Wan. So they've, they've added a ton of stuff. You know, again, the, if you have the game, this is all free. You don't have to pay for any of these uh, updates. And so, <laughs> so it's really glitchy. <laughs> it's really, this mode is really glitchy. Oh, no. Um, I don't know. I, I See, I really can't remember how many players um but it was definitely more than the usual i think this was like a 60 like a like a 30 v 30 uh that they were doing yeah because there were there were definitely and and i couldn't get a you know an actual count but there was definitely a lot more players than the regular 10 v 10 20 v 20 this was like a bigger thing it's crazy um but at the same time again frostbite it has been um uh ea's achilles heel um that engine is not good man because it started shugging when when we had like a lot of people on screen just running around and and trying to get you know from point a to point b it, it, it started chugging really bad um there's a part on this mode where uh you basically have to take over certain map points and then wait for um the uh, uh, the clone dropships to come in, and then you have to board the dropships. You go on the dropships over to uh, the one of the dreadnoughts, and, and dude, when it was landing inside the dreadnought, <laughs> textures weren't loading. I thought it was like the first time, dude. But I played the mode for like I, I played like three. And it bad. kept happening. It kept happening. Oh, and, lo- and textures weren't loading, and like I was landing on on a ship that I could see the rest of the map below me it was it was bad what the heck was it going was, on it was bad oh dude. my goodness i mean the mode it's fine because it's fun right but yeah, yeah you know when it has the the, the characters because you know they they've added a bunch of stuff they've added um you know uh, like i like i said they, they have you know anakin and dooku and, and grievous and all this stuff happening uh that you can select these characters now and it's pretty cool uh and it's a lot more accessible like you don't need like a billion points to get the characters like only you know you only need like five thousand points and you can grab one of the characters as long as they're available uh for you to grab on the map but <laughs> it was really glitchy. It was. It was. Like, I wanted to go back and play some uh, uh, blast because that's usually what I play on Battlefront. But I wanted to really try this mode. Um, and there was two pretty big updates. One of them was that, and, and the other one was you know Anakin and some other stuff that they, they've added. Sure. Um, they've added a ton of uh, clone trooper clone trooper cosmetic uh, changes. You can choose between different. Um, uh, like basically, like like uh, your your troop number, like you know the four o first and all this stuff. That, That's nice. You know, uh, you know because it wasn't the five o first; it was like the four o first or the four o three or something like that. And nice. and and some of the like the infiltrator and all this stuff. And they've added that, and it's pretty cool. I mean, it's 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 battlefront. It's still fun. Uh, yeah. That game that game's good. You know, regardless of bro, we should just you know, go in happened. there and stream that one of these days on our Twitch channel. Seriously, we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably during the summer. Yeah, be good. If we if we have a chance, just advocate for that game because that game's pretty good, man, and it's yeah. super cheap. It's Star Wars. We'd have fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, but speaking of EA and and uh, and and Star Wars, Joel, jump into it. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll do we'll do the uh, the series later because uh, just a just to have a smooth transition on this one. Um, 
uh, over celebration on Saturday, we uh, actually saw the had a first look at Jedi Fallen Order, and um, this is basically the serious version of uh, of Rebels, if you want to call it, because it just takes right it takes place right after Order sixty six. Um, you know, you have this young Jedi that's trying to blend in and not use the Force and not get spotted. Uh, he's be getting chased by what looks like an Inquisitor. It definitely. And, yeah, and it yeah, it looks it looks good. Uh, you know, wall running, Force push, Force grab, lightsabers. Um, this is basically like a like a next gen Force unleashed. If you if you ask me, from from what I could see. Um, I'm hoping the story is good. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see. Uh, and best of all, Joel, EA themselves <laughs> came out and said, no microtransactions, uh, no loot boxes, that single-player story-driven experience. Here you go. Like they, That didn't came, come from, from Respawn. It came from EA directly, which is really weird. And again, take it as you may, right? Um, you know, it's good to be, um, you know, a little apprehensive to EA's wording when they come out and say, "Hey, we're trying to do this, we're trying to do that." Um, but at the same time, you know, it's it's uh, you you know, credit where credits due. They're they're coming out and saying, "This is what you guys wanted. This is what we're giving you." You know, um, here you go. And, um, you know, what? you have to, you know, like I said, credit where credit's due. And, and I appreciate EA uh, stepping up, coming out, and just putting that messaging out there. Uh, that uh, speaks volumes to me as a, you know, uh, as a Star Wars fan first and as a consumer. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Joel, what do you think? Yeah, I was uh, I was impressed with their reveal trailer. Um, you know, I, I think from a story standpoint, this, this kind of is safe in the sense where you know you can have a lot of Jedi action that people uh, love and miss about you know we talk about games like you know Force Unleashed or Old Republic or different things right that's I think those are like the games that really you know set the world on fire in essence from a Star Wars video game right front um, and I think that's just because of the the type of player action right that 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 you know you get in those kinds of games you know lightsaber action etc. This game looks that it's gonna. They're trying to recapture that again in, in this in this new generation. Um, you know, diverse. We talked about in our last uh, episodes about diversifying itself from Battlefront. I was saying how you know I'm glad there's just this one just campaign based, not multiplayer. Um, it knows what it is, right? And yeah. um, and I think that's what's really gonna help it from a story standpoint. You know, I'm very I'm very impressed. Uh, you know, I, I do know that they've said that they have some connections to. Um, you know, I don't know how familiar are Obed with what they're doing in the comics with the uh, Star Wars, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, um, you know, comic series that they have going on there. They've, they've taken some inspirations from there. Um, and there's some obvious cues in the trailer. It's really cool, like the Purge Troopers and the Sinister Sister and other stuff that's really, really fun and cool, which makes me wonder what other things that they have not shown in the trailer and the gameplay that, that makes me excited to play it even more. Yeah. So and I think that that's that's what's going to be cool about it. Like it's, it's, we're, we're familiar with with um timeline um but there's a lot of deep rich stuff to be explored there that um fans i think will be excited about so yeah i'm I'm pretty pumped yeah yeah i'm, I'm on board i mean it looks good um at this point i'm, I'm trusting respawn with anything they're doing uh, for the time being you mm-hmm. know 
they uh, uh they they Titanfall two uh, a severely underrated game. Uh, that game is it's it's fantastic and um, you know of course the they they basically uh, turned battle royale upside down with with Apex Legends uh, with you know no one saw it coming and it's like I don't know where they're dropping this game and and uh, it made it made a huge impact on the um, on the industry. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, it looks good. Um, uh, hopefully, visually, it's going to be good. I'm just hoping that they stay away from Frostbite. You know, again, yeah. Frostbite can can generate some really good visuals, but uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I think that um, Respawn uses or likes to use the the Source engine, which is a you know an old engine that Valve used. Back in in the day when when doing Half Life Two, um, but it's it's a it's an engine that was created with the uh, with the intent of, of of it having room to grow, and they've been able to accommodate a lot with that engine, and that's you know where Titanfall and Apex Legends and and you know those games were built on, and they run well, they look fine. So um, I'm just hoping that this game can not only look great but per- perform well on on current gen systems. Because we're not gonna get any any next gen this year, so uh, nope. so we're we're hoping that this runs well. Uh, they did announce a, a date, Joel, uh, November fifteenth, right? Yes, and that's that's perfect timing. Oh yeah, right before Christmas. You know they're gonna get the Black Friday crowd. I'm sure that uh, there's gonna be like a you know a PS4 bundle or something with this thing. Yeah, uh, like with with Battlefront. So if they put that out. Uh, for the holidays, I'm sure that this game is going to do well, and I'm hoping that it do you know does well overall, and it reviews well, it sells well, and and hopefully EA can see that there's value on on the single player experiences. So, yeah, I'm on the same boat. I, I I really think that it's great that they've diversified themselves from that multiplayer. You know, I know they they killed one of their multiplayer that was going to even be coming out. You know, it's Seems nice that we're gonna have a little fresh taste right now in our mouth. <laughs> yeah, especially, especially after Anthem, and yeah. that's been a, a disaster. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm hope. I mean, EA had a, you know, they, they, they had a pedigree back in the day, and then they were, they were top notch. They were top notch developer, top notch publisher. But then, you know. Um, the the industry started shifting, and they they I think they just shift too hard when it came to to uh, the industry itself trying to to make a, a a potential shift to you know newer stuff coming in. Yeah. So uh, I think I think that um, I'm I'm hoping again that they do well, and and yeah, we'll see. In November, I'm, I'm hoping to get a, a preview around you know E3, and I'm sure, and hopefully we'll we'll see what this is all about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Joe. But also coming out of celebration, man, uh, we had a, a sneak peek of the Mandalorian. Was that actually just released publicly, or is still leaked? No, that that's not been released at all publicly. Uh, you, the internet's a thing, guys. Um, things are out there. Um, but that's all we're saying. But Obed and I have seen some of the stuff that was shown at celebration, and 
I like I, I alluded to it early in the beginning of, of the show when I was talking about the quality of PS Plus. I'm oh, sorry, PS Plus. Wow. The quality of <laughs> Disney Plus. Wow. Jo- Joey, we got to pay the bills. I know. I had to name <laughs> drop it, guys. Sorry. <laughs> we got to pay the bills somehow. but <laughs> Right? But, I mean, you don't have to be such a fanboy. <laughs> Just plugging in Sony oh, PlayStation DualShock. Goodness. Every, every Joel, again. Joel over here being a total <laughs> pony, man. Just cash and checks, guys. <laughs> Uh, Disney Plus, the quality of Disney Plus is, you know, uh, you know, we talked about it in the beginning of the episode. We're saying how, you know, the Marvel properties are going to be on there. These good things have high budgets. Well, what we saw with the Mandalorian or those that were celebrations saw, um, they saw that, you know, look, like this thing looks very cinematic. Like it literally looked like a movie trailer. From what we were watching, um, and, and I, I'm yeah. very, I'm very excited. I mean, there's a lot of some of the, the, the graphical stills. They also, um, John Favreau showed some visual effects work they were doing for, um, you know, for like a Tie Fighter, and just showed their process of, of creating this thing over and over and over. And and that was just that was that was public. That was during the panel part, um, and I was blown away. I was like, this guy's really going for it. Not that I expected anything less, oh, but yeah, yeah. you know, just when you actually get to visually see some of this, so. Yeah, Obed, I, I'm really excited to see the what the Mandalorian fully is about because you're you're talking about you know the the, the Boba Fett history, the Jango Fett history. We're talking about a lot of stuff there that yeah. um, has not been touched before on, on the screen, aside from the Clone Wars series. Yeah, and I I'd, I'd rather see this than a Boba Fett thing. I I never. Yeah. You know, uh, oh man, fam- man, babies and fanboys are gonna burn me for this one. Um, but I, I never found Boba Fett interesting. Um, yeah, you know, I thought he was a he was a cool looking bounty hunter. But uh, you know, other than that, I I didn't see like this thing. Oh my god, he's so cool! I didn't oh, want a Boba Fett movie either. There, yeah, and would yeah. I watch it? Of course, it's Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. But but I it's not, there's a there's a, like a slew of other movies. I mean. We've talked about Obi Wan. Like those are the things that actually yeah. matter. Why would you do a Boba Fett thing? So yeah. Yeah. So so uh, yeah. So I'm curious to see where this one goes, and I'm actually a lot more interested in watching something like this than uh, something you know Boba Fett related. I mean, this may be Boba Fett related, but I we'll think see. so. But we'll see. Uh, one prediction that I made, Joel, that I told you offline, you did. Uh, dude. I bet he's looking for the Slave One, and you. Know, so you can, uh, yeah, you can do 418, 2019. Yeah, on the show. On the show. Prediction. Um, and, and we've been pretty good with the predictions, Joe, because we'll go into, into that in a minute. Oh, that's going to be great. Um, yeah, I think I think he's looking for the Slave One because, you know, it's, it's kind of like a Mandalorian heirloom sort of thing. And, um, you know, of course, we know that Boba Fett got digested by the Sarlacc. And... Um. Yeah. Uh. I. I'm curious to see where it goes, and I'm curious to see if we're gonna, um, even see any other uh, characters. I know that uh the uh droid bounty hunter, uh, what's the name? Oh. Uh, they said that um, he's gonna be in, on the show. Yeah. And uh. This is terrible. Star Wars. Oosh, fans. Yeah. What are we talking yeah. about here. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just, just looking for the name. Abs- I'm, absolutely. It's like, nah, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to say name because then I'll, then the fanboys will keep burning me. They're already burning over there. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
It's uh, IG-88. Yep, the Sentinel yeah. droid. Yeah, so IG-88 uh, is going to be is going to be part of this show, and um, and he was going to be uh, voiced by a, a, a oh, man. It was a comedian or someone that uh, um, that that we've talked about in the show. Who was it? Man, guys, uh, sorry, we are tired. I'm so, sorry, I'm sorry, guys. So it's like we, yeah. We are we are super exhausted. We're just so like, none of these names are coming out. Um, uh, in the article I have here, I don't see the actual name of the the, the dude, but I know what you're oh, talking okay. about. They actually posted about it around Christmas time on his Instagram, John Favreau. Um, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see. So, oh yeah, Taika Waititi, uh, Taika Waititi was gonna be the voice. Yes. Yeah. He also directed uh, a few of the episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes. It's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah, our Star Wars rust is showing, Joel. I feel ashamed. No, man, I'm not. Look. I'm not rusty. I'm Ugh. just tired. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about the yeah. uh, uh, the Mandalorian and um, whatever Star Wars related they have at Disney Plus. I mean, their lineup looks. Phenomenal! For uh, now, they got so, the so Cassian far. Endor show that's gonna be on there for the dude from Rogue One. You're gonna have the Clone Wars animated, which that trailer, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing, Internet? Go out and watch it now because that was phenomenal. Um, there's there's a lot of really good stuff coming to Disney Plus. That's just yeah. Star Wars related. Man, can't wait. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. Uh, Joel, let's go ahead and jump into a lot of gaming news that we have. Um, Let's start with a couple of uh, pretty cool all-in-one retro consoles, and um, there was a, an announcement that uh, a, a few weeks ago that uh, Sega is going to be doing uh, their own Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive mini console. And this is not like the ones you'll see in stores now uh, that are that are made by ad games. Uh, those consoles are not good. Yeah. So if you see them in store right now, just, just um, it's, it's like buy of your, uh, buy at your own risk kind of thing. You know, they're not they're not good. So uh, you guys are being warned. But Sega's actually doing their own. Uh, they're they're partnering with their, with a Japanese company and actually pro, uh, producing uh, this uh, hardware units. Units. So the uh, they went ahead and and showed a lot of um, a lot a lot of games already. So um, I'm, I just want to go through some of the list because there's uh this this so far this list is pretty solid. Um, but, um, I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago that this, uh, console was coming out and I did not talk about the games that they announced. They got, they announced 10 games. The, uh, the console is going to have 30 built-in games come in with two, uh, traditional, uh, three button Sega Genesis pads. Um, the games that were initially announced were Altered Beast, Castlevania Bloodlines, Comic Zone, Dr. Robotnik's, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Gunstar Heroes, Channing Force, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Harrier 2, and Tojama and Earl. So those were the um, initial games that got announced. Um, yeah, you know, you definitely got some retro and classic Sega stuff. You know, Alter Beast is not a great game, but it's, you know, a good 
throwback game sort of thing. Uh, Castlevania Bloodlines is an excellent, excellent Castlevania game. So, um, highly recommend it. Um, you know, and, and you got things like Comic Zone and, and you know, of course, Sonic Hedgehog. Gunstar Heroes is a great game. So, pretty, pretty decent list uh, on those 10 games. Uh, but they went ahead and um, and announced some uh, some new games today. And uh, some of those games, I have the list right here. Don't go away, list. What are you doing? There we go. Uh, Thunder's Force 3, let's shoot them up. Super Fantasy Zone, Musha. World Evolution, starting Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Streets of Rage 2, The Hybrid Front, Land Stalker, Contra Hardcore, Dino Brothers 2, and uh, there's a game here that I don't think this game's gonna come out in the US version. Is game no Kasunome Otoyuku. That game is not, probably not gonna come out over here. That's probably going to be on the Japanese version. And um, some other games that got announced for the U.S. version. It's, uh, you know, Earth War Gym, Sonic 2, Castle of Illusion, um, and, you know, Shinobi 3 uh, that were confirmed for the U.S. version. So um, so we're not going to get, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to get Thunder Force, and, uh, you know, um, not Thunder Force, but Musha, uh, which is a, a very highly sought after game for the Sega Genesis and um, you know of course uh, Game no Kasune Otokuyu is not coming out so uh, Dino Brothers 2 uh, I think Dino Brothers 2 was a Capcom game that came out under a different name no that's a I'm I'm, I'm thinking of something else um, but uh, but yeah I mean this is a pretty pretty solid list man I uh I'm I'm impressed. I again don't just stay away from those flashback, you know, ad games consoles. If you're looking for a Sega Genesis thing um, that you want to have or collect, um, you know, wait for this one to come out. Comes out September 19th, um, or just get the Sega Genesis collection that's available on everything. You know, uh, PS4, or Xbox, Switch, uh, thirty dollars, and you get uh, I think forty Sega Genesis games. So. Um, yeah, that's the the first one that we got a quick update this week, Joel. Um, no price yet on this thing, not yet. Yeah, so I'm thinking this was gonna be like eighty bucks or something. Probably Pretty comparable sure. the uh, Super Nintendo Mini. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm really uh, happy about the lineup. Um, you know, I think that that's the real seller for me. Is like there's so many great different options that you can play on here. Yeah. Um, hopefully the price is fair. Like you're saying, it's, I could, I, I don't think they do anything egregious, but we'll see. Yeah. Those, those um, Disney games are, those Mickey games on Genesis are great. Yeah. Um, you know, not Fantasia. Fantasia is like garbage. Yeah. Fantasia is an absolutely useless game. They do not, it's not even worth to hold my door open. Uh, so, <laughs> Oh my God, dude, Fantasia is so bad. Uh, that game is so bad. Uh, yeah, all right, but yeah, just going back, you know, Castle Evolution is fantastic, and Wolves Evolution is great with uh, Mickey and Donald. Um, yeah, of course, I, you know, Streets of Rage two. Um, it, it's <laughs> Streets of Rage two is one of my favorite games ever. O- it's Obed. phenomenal. So. I was gonna say that's the one that yeah. stood out to me the most, Streets of Rage two, because I have a friend uh, that I used to play uh, on his Genesis together. We used to play Streets of Rage two all the time. So, like, the moment I saw that on the list, my eyes glowed. Because I remember, bro, playing that game. And I was like, oh, 
This is like this is how it feels that nostalgia feeling where you're like, uh, well, it's eighty bucks. Uh, Damn, but so good. Streets I mean, of Rage it, Two was was a fun one, man. Yeah, I mean, if if you want Streets of Rage Two and the Genesis thing, it's it's pretty good. It's on Switch. It's thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah so, I might. You know, it's it's a uh, it's, it's pretty good deal if you ask me because um, you know, you get a bunch of games. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, you know, Sonic Two is the best Sonic game probably. Um. You know, Shinobi Three is a phenomenal, phenomenal game. So, um, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to see what the final list is, and um, for US, and then I'll consider it. Uh, Joel, something that I I like but I may not consider is the Capcom Home Arcade, uh, which is a, a gigantic Capcom logo. <laughs> it's cool though. It looks cool. It's, it looks cool. It looks cool. Uh, with you know basically uh, a, a, a dual arcade stick, so you got two sticks uh, plus six buttons on each. Um, what I like about this, Joel, is that they're using Sanwa parts. They're not using uh, cheap, you know, Chinese buttons or anything. They're using legit Japanese buttons for this uh, uh, for this arcade setup. Uh, it, I mean, other you know, the, it looks it looks cool. Like to me, I and I, it, I know that Giant Bomb was hating, and it's like, and, and and Jeff was like, "Oh, this looks like trash. It's, it's ridiculous." I get the Capcom logo. I I you know what? I it's, think it's, it's cool. It's so cheesy that it's so cool to me, and that I would love to have it. Um, but Joe, you know, the games lineup, it's only sixteen games, yeah. dude, yeah. and and it's not it's not great. I mean, of course, you got Street Fighter Two Turbo and Darkstalkers, uh, Super Pro Soul Fighter. Um, but dude, I mean, Alien versus Predators, great. That's the only time. That's the only. This is the only time that Alien versus Predator has been available for for anything outside of the arcade, which is incredible to me. And I remember spending so much money playing this game because it's so good. But it's a shame that it's included in this thing. That it's probably gonna be like two hundred dollars. And only sixteen games, man. Yeah, it's um, limited. And then some of the some of the choices are weird too. Like Capcom Sports Club, no one cares about that. Um, Eco Fighters. I I played Eco Fighters. I actually have Eco Fighters. It was on one of the Capcom collections for the PSP. Um, that I I actually got those and played on the Vita. Uh, so I mean, but it's not good. Giga Wings, great, right? Pro Gear. I don't even know what it is. You know, it's crazy because I was like, I'm a huge Capcom fan, and I don't even know what Pro Gear is. Um, you know, Strider's great, Final Fight's great, Ghouls and Ghosts. It's I don't. Do you really want to play that game? Do you do you really want to torture yourself with Ghouls and Ghosts? I mean, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I really don't know where they're going with this lineup. Uh, this thing's again expensive. Uh, it's going for for two hundred twenty nine euros, so and it doesn't have a, a U.S. release announced yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. It looks. It looks cool though. It looks cool. Like I mm. wouldn't mind having it just because it looks so cool. Um, but but that game that game's lineup is um, it's not it's not great. So it, it, doesn't, yeah, it, thing, it doesn't make me feel like pulling the trigger. Um, to me, like, uh, like I think my response to you, even the first time I saw it, and we were talking about this initially, was, was like, it looks cool. Like, 
I don't like you were saying. Some people think it might look like it's a little kooky and whatever, like design wise. <laughs> but I think it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but there's there's nothing. It's it's for me personally. It's a little bit of a nothing burger. I'm I'm not inclined at all to get this. I'm sure there's there's gonna be people out there who are really happy and excited. But I don't I don't see it really setting the world on fire. Obed. Yeah, I mean, unless they revise that uh, that games list for U.S., I doubt it. Yeah. Um, unless they announce that it has some sort of um, expandability, because it does have a USB port in the back. Not not only the USB power port, but it has a separate USB port. Mm. So, I mean, can you load ROMs into this thing? That that's a good question. Are ROMs even legal now? I mean, these ROMs are you know twenty years old. They're definitely past their their prime. Yeah. Um, you know, these arcades are not out there making money anymore. So, um, you know, Capcom could give you the opportunity to load your own stuff. Um, I, I can't remember where my CPS ROMs are. So, so, I don't know. I'll have to look for ROMs in some, uh, some shady places. And we'll see. Uh, but something interesting that came out, Joel, just a few minutes before we started recording is that this um, the, the stick itself is using uh, uh, an emulator uh, that's that's basically an open source fan project uh, based out of MAME, and it's the FB Alpha emulator. And some of the some of the uh, the guys that contributed towards uh, the code, uh, are not excited that Capcom's gonna make money on something that they worked on. Um, I mean, at the same time, you're working on something that's not technically supposed to be. Um, but Joel, how do you feel about this guy's just trying to, you know, get salty for Capcom using their emulator? Uh, I I see where they're coming from for sure, because it's like. When you when you it does kind of take a little bit of the magic away when you find out what these guys are trying to use right that they're using someone else's already pre-made emulator right at the same time it's like wow they're uh, they're still making an effort to get this thing out there and they're acknowledging the work that you've done right so and you should if you're if it, if you, you're talking about something that's not in its prime at all you're talking about something that's you know it, it's taking you back right to another time. Then like you should be happy that's having a, a bigger platform to be um, more widely uh, accessed, more you know, more mainstream um, audience being aware of this, right? Because of the platform that's being put on. So I'd be a little proud of it, also. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it has to do something with licensing, right? And sure. how the the agreement for this guy's went. Um, I mean, Capcom could very well just switch what they're trying to do. Um, this thing doesn't have a date, right? uh, date yet, no, uh, yeah. if I'm not wrong. Yeah, so this thing doesn't have a date. Um, they can very well just go with MAME, which is, you know, open source, and no one's going to care about, you know, them using MAME on, on their machine. And, and I'm pretty sure that MAME, as it is right now, can run all of these games on a toaster, <laughs> no problem. So that's, I mean, that's a, that's another option that they have. So sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see, um, uh, depends on how, how expensive, expensive this thing is here and, um, what the final games lineup is. I'll, I'll consider taking another look at this. Uh, Joe Xbox, 
no disc edition or the sad edition as I call it. Uh, you know, because it's Xbox One S old digital edition. It's the sad E or X Bone Sad E. <laughs> Bro, uh, I, I was gonna—I was just about to make a joke about that, but I don't think it—it's uh—it's good for the for the recording. So. Two hundred and fifty bucks. I, it's too much money. It's not worth your time, guys. Just move along. That's—I mean—that's all there is to say to this man. We were talking actually pretty positively about the idea, like the concept of this, and we were saying like if you're gonna do something like this, make it like a hundred and change or something. This yeah. is. Re- Ridiculous. $50 savings for an all digital. No. Yeah. I mean, you you get three games out of it. <laughs> just, just, Joel's just shrugging uh, over there. He's I'm like, like they, next, like, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't move me. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, this is definitely not the product for, for us. I know. You know at all. Uh, yeah, it's funny because the Kotaku article has a, a Division 2 bundle. Uh, with the with the Blu-ray, well, you know, with the 4K Blu-ray drive for two forty-nine. With the Blu-ray drive, oh <laughs> with my the goodness! Drive. Uh, it's uh, it's the May seventh. It's the release date. Two forty-nine ninety-nine comes with three games: the Sea of Thieves, uh, First Horizon three, and Minecraft. So, uh, I mean, if you guys wanna wanna. You know, if you have ha- guys have money to burn and uh, want to do a review on this thing, because that's probably the only thing it's going to be good for, um, you know, go ahead. Uh, this is actually not a bad idea for people that run tournaments or things like that. Uh, but what tournaments run on Xbox? I was going to say, Obed, we were at Siotaku uh, and. Yeah, Siotaku. No we found Xboxes. one, Obed. We, we found, found one. one. We did find one Xbox. It wasn't even um, being used for competition. No, but then you go, you know, you go into the the more the esports plane, right? And you know, it's going to be either PS4, or PC. There's no Xboxes <laughs> around. Um, I mean, uh, it's a, it's a Microsoft. What are you doing for sure for for me on this one, man? And it's sad because, like I said, we were talking good about the concept of this early. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Not much to say here, guys. I'm sorry. It's just nope. that it's such a gigantic dud. I was actually looking forward to this thing. It's the yeah. same size too. It's ridiculous looking because it's you know I I don't know. It looks like a like a like very little effort uh, yeah, when when yeah. Uh, went on to produce this thing. Um, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it could be one of those things. Microsoft testing the waters, but you know, sometimes they taste the waters for a month and they just. I don't think I don't see this thing uh, lasting until the end of the generation. This is going to be like a very limited run of this thing. I don't think they're gonna. Only a few you know, people definitely. have them. Yeah, yeah, very few people have it, and I don't. I don't see you know uh, um, little Jimmy asking uh, asking. <laughs> he's back. He's back. Little uh, Jimmy. Little Jimmy's back asking her uh, asking his aunt for a third Xbox. <laughs> And I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think his aunt's gonna be very happy about uh, buying him one that has less features than the one he already got. So. If she even knows the difference, he won the Xbox One X, he got the Xbox One S, and now he wants the <laughs> Xbox One S All Digital Supernova Edition. <laughs> she doesn't know anymore. <laughs> oh man, oh, poor Jimmy. Oh, poor we'll little what, Jimmy. We'll see what happens to him. But Joe. Uh, big news for this week is that finally Mark Cerny came out of his tech cave. 
and gave Wired an exclusive first look at what the next, they're calling it the next generation PlayStation is. They're not calling it the PS5. Right. So just uh, just to put it out there, I'm going to still tag PS5 on this thing because, yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, but he came out um, and, and gave us some very impressive um, specs. And, and we're just going to go uh, over some of the things that Mark Cerny confirmed uh, that they um, are working on for the next PlayStation uh, more importantly right now would be a third generation Ryzen 3 uh, or I'm sorry third generation Ryzen processor not necessarily Ryzen 3 uh, could potentially be a Ryzen 3 just to keep costs down you know um, but it'll feature full eight cores um, same as the cell processor so this is definitely just on CPU it's definitely a step above PS4 Pro like this is yeah. like a massive step forward. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a just on CPU alone. It is a um, it is a big big difference. So the other thing is that it'll uh, feature uh, the uh, the new Navi uh, graphics processor. So uh, they're not talking teraflops on this thing, and um, I'm thinking that they don't want to turn teraflops into the next you know. Uh, uh, the next battle, right? When Blu-ray was, uh, Blu-ray versus HD DVD and PS4 Pro versus Xbox One X. They don't want to. Uh, I think they're staying away from, uh, you know, the, that teraflop thing, and they don't want to turn that into the next, you know, uh, continue that that battle. So, um, so they're they're moving forward with with that architecture, and um, some of the things that they confirmed is that. Um, Sony made a deal with us, and we lent her, <laughs> we lent the name, no load time as a marketing feature for the, for the, <laughs> for the next PlayStation. No, so that basically what they're what they're doing is that they're using no loading times as one of their marketing pushes, uh, saying that this console is so fast that you know transfer rate between hard drive and and all this you know uh speeds are, are so high that load times are gonna get uh cut significantly um they uh speculation is that mark cerny speculate based on, on on the interview speculation is that uh this will have an ssd i doubt it this may have very very well have something like a hybrid uh you know a hybrid drive or or, or something like a like a like a intel Optane sort of thing with a hybrid drive and 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 that's how um they can get this data transfers going uh but something very impressive joe just going back to the no yeah. load time stuff uh is that um they uh they, they were demoing of spider-man yes, uh, you know the ps4 yep. yeah ps4 version of spider-man uh whereas fast travel on spider-man on a, on a ps4 pro will take you 15 seconds uh it'll take less than a second on this thing it was yep. 0.8 seconds and they measured seconds. it it's it's that to me is incredible. So, uh, Joe, I'm gonna let you interject. I can go here forever. Yeah, no, that's exactly where I was going. You you went exactly there. Is you know when we're talking about the no loading times, you know, so that specific demo was was showcasing the power of SSD, um, and they were they were showing how you know on, on the PS4 Pro, like 15 seconds is not bad at all. That was considered very um, you know advanced and innovative, right, for what it is. But going into that 
0.8 seconds, not even a full second, just to make a fast travel, which is, you know, shows the power um, of the RTX. You know how it's quickly, you know, you're you're getting you're getting to the next place, and it's quickly generating the world that that he's that he's in. Uh, you know where the character's going. That that's going to be um, game changing, right? Um, you start talking about. Uh, the ability to have uh, the the ray um, the ray tracing right like Obed that that changes the game even more like if you, I mean I don't know if you want to expound on what that even is for some people out there who don't know. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna get too technical. This is not Digital Foundry, <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta we, we want to keep it you know uh, safe for the little ears <laughs> uh, when it comes to uh, uh, to tech specs and all this stuff, but. Um, yeah, I think that just just having hardware that can you know load games in faster and uh, you know can perform at you know uh, native 4K 60 and, and can actually go know, up to 8K, upscale to 8K. Like people are saying, oh, the uh, the PS5 is going to do 8K. It'll more than likely checkerboard upscale to 8K. Right. You know, it'll probably have some sort of solution like that. Um, uh, something that that uh, caught my ear on this one, it's a, uh, it's that they're going to be using, uh, of course, ray tracing being a big a big graphics thing that Nvidia Nvidia has been pushing on their graphics card. Uh, Mark Cerny said that um, there's a you know ray tracing will be part of the graphics on on this console, but they're using that same technology. That they're using for lighting, and, and and using it to create more realistic audio, um, and and that to me is great. I mean, audio and video games, of course, has has come out a, a, a long way, and but when when it comes to uh, the audio from the PS3 going up to the PS4, uh, it's very similar, right? Uh, there's like no notable noticeable differences. It's still uncompressed audio, and that's all great, right? Uh, but but there was not, a, you know, an actual leap. Like there was no Atmos and no DTSX or things like that. Um, so this is probably going to be like a new tech that Sony is going to do and, and create like a 3D audio. Uh, that's going to be embedded within the console, uh, and I'm assuming we'll take advantage of you know whatever headsets are are going to be available for for this, or if a, you can still plug in headsets to uh, your controller. I'm hoping that that would also be the case, um, but I found that very interesting too, man. Yeah, really, uh, really excited about those specs. I also found it interesting. Um, about the timing of this whole no load, no 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 loading time rather um, push, where you know we're also talking about last week at least the PS5 or PSN Plus edition that could be coming out, where um, you know it's an an extra fee on top of your PS Plus fees, where uh, you know you'll pay just have dedicated servers and having um, you know essentially a seat held for you where you don't have to wait you know for for a party right you can just jump right in and and, and play like this is all stuff that um is interesting and seeing how the the community would accept this um so on paper sounds like this is something that even if you didn't necessarily thought you wanted right away you might go ahead and just pay for it because it's, it could be a good sales tactic we'll see um 
you know, Mark Cerny also talked about the backwards compatibility. I think that was another one that, that still stood out to me. We've talked about that before yeah. several times on the show, about how important yep. that would be. It's not necessarily a requirement, but it would be a killer feature just because that's what their um their opposition competition, you know, has has done already. And the wording that was used is that well backwards compatibility um, but it will not be download only backwards compatibility, which is what you and I said would would be best case scenario. We could just literally put a disc in and it and it work. I mean that's mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, I think that's gonna be and it's basically confirmed that this is you know 100% backwards compatible with PS4. Right. right. So we don't know if right. it's gonna go back to you know PS3 yeah. or PS2. Uh, although I mean at this point, just to ask that, it's you know kind of. Kind of preposterous if you ask me, right? Because uh, at this point, you know, if you keep going back to your PS3 games and you have a PS4, you got you got problem, right? Uh, unless you have a game that that you're like, you know, absolutely in love with that is not available on PS4 that hasn't been, you know, uh, there's no like definitive edition or something like that. Um, then then sure, but you know, even myself with as much as I love MGS4, just just thinking about going back and playing it, it's rough, man. <laughs> you know, it's it's rough. So uh, there was an article today, Joel, that interestingly enough uh, came out and said that the uh, one of the Xbox projects that they're working on uh, has more quote unquote advanced specs than the, than what uh, Mark Cerny touched upon. So we'll we'll see. Uh, I think that Microsoft is going to do two, two. You know, again, the the rumor is that there's going to be two consoles. Uh, one is going to be an entry level. One is going to be a, a high end. Uh, you know, consoles. So I think this would, this PlayStation is probably going to be like towards the higher end. Um, speculation on pricing is that it's going to be around 500 bucks. Um, you know, with a uh, for a console with this specs, that's that's in my that's opinion, accept, that's acceptable in my opinion, right? Um, but at the same time, I don't want Sony to you know uh, shoot themselves in the foot and say and and you know come out with this console and charge a ton of money uh if if xbox is going i'm sorry i hit my mic if xbox is going to come out and (laughs) i got passionate (laughs) is microsoft is going to come out and um and give us something that's more advanced than this for the same price i don't i don't see that happening joe um just because microsoft with their you know uh move towards services um you know and the way that they're treating their hardware line now, as you know, their premium, their premium stuff like the Surface line and all this stuff, they're probably they're gonna pry themselves probably probably price themselves out on on that Anaconda. The other the other console, the other one that's rumored to be like a four teraflop, you know, sort of like an Xbox One X but with more features, uh, console. Um, that one I can see being three ninety nine at launch. Uh, this one, the PS5, I think it's going to be 500 and then probably 600 for the more advanced Xbox. I mean, it's if X, if Xbox price see, and I don't see themselves going very aggressive with the pricing because of that Xbox one S the old digital being stupidly expensive in my opinion. So I don't, I don't see them trying to be, uh, uh, a little bit more conservative when it comes to pricing. Uh, I think they're gonna just go all out and charge whatever they want, yeah. and you know we'll see. Uh, but 
but yeah, very interesting stuff. Some things that I called that that I, you know, has been this podcast has been prophetic to say the least. We've been talking about this. on many we, things. Yeah, yeah. It's so uh, I, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm I'm not one to get get too excited for like year one consoles. Um, this may be a year one buy for me, depending on on the lineup. Um, of course, speculation is that all of these consoles are going to come out next year. Uh, I don't think this year we'll see anything new except for the like the smaller Switch. Uh, there's a rumor that the Switch Pro or the, the more advanced model of the Switch that they were working on is going to get delayed because of battery life issues. So... Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. It's it's very exciting to you know uh, talk new consoles, but at, at the same time, I, I'm very cautious. You know, uh, Sony has been acting very weird um, lately. There was, you know, uh, um, you know what? I'm not gonna touch on, on that on that on those news this week. I, I may wait and, t- and talk about it on on the next episode. But uh, you probably know what I what I wanted to to talk I about. I sure do. So. Because I, I I wanted to I want to think about it and word it properly. I don't want sure. it to come out and it's 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 sort of a you know a touchy subject. Sure, <laughs> it's a touchy sure. subject. <laughs> it it sort of is. So you know uh, I I don't want to I don't want to you know uh, jump in and, and not be prepared for it because I I want to. So that's fair. Um, but yeah, I mean we'll see. Uh, again, I'm I'm curious now for Microsoft's E3 because they're definitely gonna reveal something or talk about something, and then uh, whatever event Sony does through, uh, again later this year um, for you know new games lineups, releases, and potentially new consoles. So um, looking forward to that, man. Absolutely. Yeah, Joel, that's what I got. I don't know if you have anything else, but I am done, sir. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your day listening to us here on No Low Time. We really appreciate it, and we want to invite you to stay with us, come back, enjoy some more, go back and listen to some of our past episodes. You can do that by being a subscriber. Subscribe to our show, our podcast version on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Also, make sure you're a subscriber on our video version on YouTube. Uh, we appreciate it. Give us a like, uh, share the video, share, the, of course, the podcast as well. And, of course, be connected with us on our social media. That's how you can see when we are posting about our latest episodes, um, news, etc. Uh, give us a follow, at No Low Time. That's at No Low Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Hopefully, Obed and I in the summer will get some time to do some Twitch live streaming. We'll see. see? Um, but, uh, yeah, guys, also feel free to send any emails in, right? Uh, you know, we talked about some different stuff. Maybe you got some opinions or, or comments or questions you might have. Send an email to nolotime at gmail.com. It's nolotime at gmail.com. We welcome it. Maybe we'll even discuss it here on the show. But, again, guys, thank you so much, and we look forward to speaking with you guys more on our next episode. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. And go magic. Yeah.